Hi, this is Eric Poole. I'm Director of Marketing for Brand G Vacations, and this is the Be Brand G Podcast, where we'll give you tips and all the scoop on gay travel and on Brand G Vacations. I'm here with my adorable co-host, the Toast of Scotland, and trust me, he does a lot of toasting, whether anybody's in the room or not, Brand G's Director of Operations, Mr. Jonathan Gallagher. Oh, hello, hello, Eric. I'm on you. How are you? You're getting ready to run off and uh, host a couple of back-to-back cruises, aren't you? We do. We have our Danube uh, coming up in August. And then we have the Bucharest to Budapest, the lower Danube, uh, coming up in September. So then into full season of Scotland after that, followed by uh, the oh, our Royal Clipper, Panama Canal sailing, and then on oh, yeah. Africa vacation. So busy season coming up. You are going to be a busy boy. You know, for those who don't know, Jonathan is, um, well, he's our cruise director, obviously. And if you happen to remember the that hilarious guy, Danny Williams, who was, uh, he hosted all the RSVP cruises in like the 90s and 2000s. Jonathan is the Scottish reincarnation of him. Do, do you have your like feathers and glitter all ready to go? Oh my God. Listen, I've got <laughs> glitter in places from the previous cruises. It's hard to, to get out of those cracks, man. <laughs> I just have to re-release that and it's all good to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but then, uh, we've done lots of planning and uh, obviously with it's been a difficult year. Uh, so hopefully we know everything will go according to plan. Once it's like putting on a show, once you get that, it's all amazing. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. We're all good to go. And, and you know, it's like once people just get on that ship, uh, they are ready just to relax and kick back and have a few cocktails or cups of tea and uh, just have a really, really good time. And as you always say, you've done so much pre-planning that then it just is sort of it's all you know, it all just falls into place. It does. It falls overboard, one of the two, but generally, <laughs> <laughs> generally it does fall into place, as you know. <laughs> but, uh, well, all right. Since we're, <laughs> since we're on the subject, why don't we talk Europe for 2022? Yeah. Um, do you want to start with the River Cruise vacations? Because we have, what, five of them? For 22? Yep, yep, we do, we do, we do. Do you want me to run through them quickly and just say what we have sure. coming up? So looking at 22, uh, we've got Amsterdam and uh, Castles of the Rhine, uh, and that is in June 3rd to June 11, 22. We've then got Scotland, uh, Royal Majesty, which is one of those crossover cruises. It's a very small, intimate, uh, luxurious cruise, but it's also on a river, so it kind of fits both categories of exotic and, and river, and that's from June 25th through to July the 7th. That's followed by our Prague and Danube River Cruise, uh, August 12th through to August 21. And followed by, goodness, so many, followed by our Burgundy and Provence, oh, beautiful uh, river cruise. And that is September 6th through to September the 15th. And then we finish off our European season. Doesn't it sound nice to say that? We finish the European season with our Raw Clipper Mediterranean Sailing, and that's September 15th through to September 24th, all, of course, 2022, because that's what we're talking about. Amazing. Such a, it's such a great lineup. If you've never been in a river of cruise, I promise you, once you do it, it will become your favorite way to travel. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it because unlike ocean cruises where you have to be bussed into the city from every port, on a river cruise, the river runs right through each city. So you walk off, you're right in the middle of all the action, and I do love a little action, or even a large action. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we, you've told us all that repeatedly, actually. Um, <laughs> no, it's not about me, though. It's not about me. Yeah, I imagine you're still sore, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> you know, what I love about them, honestly, is, it, is the size, because they're small. You know, they're usually, what, 120 to 150 people. 
So you really get to know everybody. Um, you know, we've talked about this before on these podcasts, but, you know, with the ocean cruises, you meet somebody on the first day, you never see them again. You know, on, on a river cruise, it's small enough to be intimate, but still large enough that you don't really have to get sick of anybody. Oh, absolutely. And talking of sickness, there's no motion sickness because the river ships don't rock the way that the large ocean ships do. Uh, so you don't even have to wear a, a patch or even one of those, uh, you know, the bracelets that people wear, unless you're menopausal. <laughs> That's a conversation for another yeah, podcast. So, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I love the glam aspect because if you know me at all, you know that like my idea of camping is a Hyatt that doesn't have a spa. I, not, not that I'm rich or anything by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. I just like nice hotels. You know, it's kind of my happy place. Mm. And, and, you know, the ships we use are all new. They're what, usually like one to three years old. Uh, and they're all decorated in this contemporary glam style. And um, I, I sort of equate it to like a, a floating Park Hyatt or a Kimpton or a Conrad, if you know any of those brands. Mm, absolutely. And another thing our guests really like, they tell us they like, is the all-inclusive nature. Uh, and again, we've talked about this on other podcasts. People, people love that the price they see is pretty much outside of their fair all the money they have to spend on the trip right. because virtually everything is included so you don't have that nine page bar <laughs> but, oh, is that just me <laughs> was that you also? probably <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, I've seen bar bills that were so thick they couldn't go under the cabin doors when they tried to post oh, God. them. So sad. Them outside. Yeah. <laughs> it really kind of puts a damper on the end of your trip, you know what I mean, when you see that total. Yeah, especially for those people who like a little flutter at the casino. I mean, I have to say we don't have casinos on our river ships, which I think is a bonus because you don't lose your shirt, do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't lose better. your dignity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, something my husband and I particularly like is the, is the signature entertainers because – we love us a Broadway diva or a hot boy singer or a top-notch drag queen. I've almost never eaten dessert uh, with my husband on a, on a Brangy cruise because he leaves every night near the end of dinner so he can get seats in the lounge because he's like a third-row center queen. Oh, Eric, darling, come on. How does a girl become a size 16 by not eating dessert? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to get my own bag. It's normally you. It's normally you. All right, let's talk trips. Should we start with the Amsterdam and Castles in the Rhine? And as I said, that was 3rd to 11th of June, 2022. I, we did this trip uh, in 2018, and I just loved it because, you know, Amsterdam is Amsterdam. It's fantastic. It's so charming with the canals and, you know, and the cruise starts with an overnight in Amsterdam. But um, but I always say if you if you have the time and the money and you haven't spent time there, definitely add a couple of hotel nights on the front end. I mean, you know, there's just there's so many things to see there, like uh what the Van Gogh Museum, the Anne Frank House, the Red Light District. Um, you got to do a canal cruise. Um just especially at sunset if you can because it's just gorgeous oh it's a stunning city i have very fond memories of amsterdam uh and of course the rhine river it just has that really long stretch that is some of the most spectacular scenery oh, yeah. you'll see anywhere in europe yeah. with just endless castles i mean it is for it's like to me it's like disneyland as if you're on some ride or something because I always say there's companies, can we mention them? These Viking <laughs> River Cruise companies. And they're always advertising on the television. And I would sit there and think, oh, is it, it's not real like that, is it? It can't be because you see the boat floating past yeah. these amazing castles. It's and it is. It is just like that. It takes your breath away. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just something. Now, 
I know. And also there were some really fascinating stories to tell you in the ship about where you've gone past and everything. Did you not do the wine tasting there under a palace? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what city it was in Austria, but it was in Austria and it was totally spectacular. It's just like one of probably the most memorable shore excursions we've ever had on a cruise. And um, it probably didn't hurt that the guy leading the wine tasting was like, Super hot. <laughs> My friend Damon still stalks him on Facebook. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it was just this really, it was this, you know, wine cave and it was beautifully lit. And it was, I mean, everything about it was just kind of magical. Yeah, I have to say I wasn't on the, uh, that tour, but I saw the, the photographs and it's just, and people, you know, constantly talk about it. It's yeah. just one of those amazing experiences that stick in people's minds. Uh, what about the, the Burgundy Provence? So we're doing that in September. At 2022, did yeah. you do that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. That was actually my first Brangy trip. We, um, Sandy and I did it in 2016. This was the trip that, um, for, for anybody who doesn't know, we won, and that's how I got involved with the company. We won this cruise, and you, uh, you won. You won a cruise. I won the cruise. You know, they give one 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 away every year, and and I happened to be the winner that year, and and uh, we loved it so much. I went to work for the company. <laughs> I mean. You know, who who wouldn't love this cruise? Who doesn't love France, you know? Yeah, and, and hello, who doesn't love French men? <laughs> well, you are a single girl, aren't you? All alone in the big city. <laughs> yes, yes. And what I can do with a French baguette and a nice bit of soft cheese is no one's business. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not, let, let's not let them in on it here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. You know, Paris is my husband's favorite, favorite city. We, we can never go there enough. Um now, in 2016, the cruise started in Nice. So uh, we didn't get to Paris, but uh, um, this cruise starts with two nights in Paris. Um, and we, we've uh, stayed, at, uh, just coincidentally, at the host hotel for this cruise, the Hilton Opera, um, just before the pandemic. And it's a gorgeous hotel. Um, the bathrooms have heated floors, if that tells you anything. Mm. And it's, it's a, an absolutely prime location right by the Opera House. It's just a beautiful area you could walk to so many things i you know i just i think that was a great choice on their part mm, it is a stunning hotel and then from there with two nights there then we go off to lyon uh, and start the cruise and i have to say isn't lyon simply amazing oh i love it's, it's the best and you know i like to eat we know, so. i know i can see <laughs> isn't this where you tell me like how do you maintain that girlish figure or something <laughs> oh yeah i forgot yes yes yeah, how do you maintain that girlish figure <laughs> well the meth helps <laughs> no i seriously i'm so glad the crew spends a couple of days there um, because, you know, if you don't know, Leona is considered like the culinary capital of the world. Um, you can have because um, we did. I know because we did this and we investigated this a lot. You can have a three course dinner in these small family run restaurants in the old town um, for like 40 euro that are literally Michelin star quality. I mean, they're just sensational. Um, Sandy and I rarely uh, actually eat dinner off the ships on these cruises because, you know, hey, the dinner's right there and it's free, you know, <laughs> and it's excellent food. Um, but this is one place we made an exception. And I am super, super glad that we did because you really have to try one of these amazing little restaurants. Um, I feel like I'm hogging the mic here. You want to talk about the Prague and Danube cruise? Oh, well, go on. I'll talk about that. I mean, Prague and Danube, it's one of those... You know, I call it an entry cruise. It's it's people's first experience because everyone's desperate to see Prague. It's such a beautiful city. It uh, is. And, of course, you've got, you know, the iconic, instantly recognizable uh, Charles Bridge. It's just 
stunning, absolutely stunning. And then you've got the old town square with the astronomical clock. Uh, and it's just such, a, well, I'd like to say, it's such a, an easy city to navigate. That's except when I'm leading the bar crawl. <laughs> it's like, I did manage to get lost doing the bar crawl. We still have guests wandering maybe, around there, I'm sure. <laughs> maybe there was alcohol involved. <laughs> but, you know, I did the I did the practice run in the daylight, so recognized all the buildings in the daylight. Then it got really dark, and, <laughs> and there was just lots of flashing lights. I didn't have a clue where I was, and there was absolutely strangers, because I had a flag. And then there were strangers going, I had to stop them and say, where am I? It was awful. But no, I mean, Prague is just one of those amazing cities and it's it's a must for everybody. It's, it, you know, it's one of those bucket list places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, much like Vienna and Budapest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And and they're just two cities that are on that, that trip that are just stunning. Vienna is my like, favorite city ever it's just so grand uh the, you know the ringstrasse um the big boulevard that runs a ring around the city center it's just like it's so crammed full of spectacular buildings and palaces and stuff i always think i must have like had a former life as an austrian prince you know mm, princess well, <laughs> yeah that's probably more likely I, I just yeah i just feel really happy when i'm there you know you, you have those cities in the somewhere around the world where you just like you feel at home yeah no it's, i didn't know much about Austria and, and that and it, but once I went it was just I could go constantly every month it's the food the people everything it's just it's a hidden gem in Europe absolutely stunning and especially especially Vienna it's just the the history and everything it's spectacular yeah it is and of course that's also part of our Christmas markets cruise in 22 um, you and I did that one together in, oh, in 2019 we did and it's just such a magical time of year I mean I love the atmosphere and the warmth of the glue uh, <laughs> but, uh, for people who don't know, I'm sure you all know what glue vine is, but it's like hot red wine with, with spices. spices yeah. and do, you, do you call it mulled wine in the States? Mulled so, wine. I don't know what mulled exactly means, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, they sell it in all the Christmas markets and people are just walking around looking. There's lo- lovely little trinkets and ornaments you can buy. People stand in the bars drinking their, their glue vine and everyone's just so festive. Everyone chats to each other. There's open fires. It's just beautiful. It's you. You have to be there to experience it. And by open fires, you don't mean California wildfires. You just mean like charming. No, God forbid, no, <laughs> charming little, charming things to keep us warm. Right. So people aren't running screaming from from various locales. So <laughs> no, it's not a disaster movie. Eric. It's actually quite, quite comforting. <laughs> you know, I, I I know people. People have said to me when I've talked about the Christmas market thing, they're they're like, well, why would I want to go on a cruise when it's cold? You know, and, and I, I mean, I sort of get it. But um, w- when we did this cruise in 2019, um, we took about a dozen of our friends with us and and to a man, well, or woman, half of them were women. They all said it was one of the best trips they'd ever taken. Um, Europe is just like so freaking beautiful during the holidays, you know, and even the simplest things become more festive because you're like, you know, you're walking past a 50 foot Christmas tree or you're toasting with, you know, mugs of glue vine, as you said, you know, um, to be honest, I'm kind of a big baby and I don't love being hot and sweaty because I get tired. So I love I, I loved a trip like this because, you know, you're never hot and tired. No, absolutely. It's just part to me. 
meat's perfect. I'm a winter a winter bunny, so it's perfect. And of course, we mentioned before, but this trip starts in using my favorite city. Yeah, yeah. If you have not been to Vienna, definitely um, add on a couple of hotel nights before the cruise if you can, because um, you definitely need more than one day to see it. Um, especially at that time of year, because, you know, there's just so much going on and it's so festive and memorable. I mean, lights and trees and, the you know, the Christmas markets everywhere. And you really want to walk the city or like do a hop on, hop off or whatever. Even in the summer, it's just there's so much to see when the Schomburg Palace, uh, you know, the former residence of the Habsburg Empress. It's just a bucket list must see. Yeah. The royal history of all the European monarchy is connected by that great dynasty. I mean, even uh, the, the famous French queen, Marie Antoinette, was born in Vienna at the Hofburg Palace. Right. I, I wonder if that's why the Viennese love a slice of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all love a slice of cake? It's gotten into <laughs> too, <this trouble. laughs> too much cake. But yeah, no, but I mean, there's so much to see and look at the, you know, the Spanish widen skill with the Libazana Stallions and the yeah. St. Stephen's Cathedral. There's just so much of it. You could you could spend a week easily oh, in, in totally. Vienna. We went, Sandy and I went to see the Libazana Stallions at the, at the, it's so funny that term, the Spanish writing school, it sounds like it's going to be like a gymnasium where they're doing this performance. And there's actually this beautiful arena with chandeliers. And I mean, it's, and, and mm. you know, what, what kind of surprised us was we showed up in nice clothes, like a nice sweater and slacks, but there were people in black tie and everything. I mean, it's a big deal to go see this show and it was super fun. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I, I've you're lucky. I've seen it on the television. I've never been able to get tickets. It's real. You know, we totally lucked out. We just happened by it, and we went in to see if we could get tickets, and we got standing room tickets for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just a luck of the draw kind of thing. Yes, but, I think that yeah. that is a note to our guests. If you're if you're on you know one of our trips in Vienna's uh, one of the cities, then book before you go if you want to see that. Yeah, and definitely or book some time afterwards if you can in Vienna. Go and do that as a standalone because it definitely is so much to see and do. You will not regret it. Um, all right, let's move on to a new trip we're premiering this fall that's especially close to your little Scottish heart. Um, it's designed by the one and only Jonathan Gallagher, and it's a land tour and river cruise in Scotland. Oh, wow. Wait, I don't know anything about this. Where, when's this happening? <laughs> You want to describe it for us? I'm sure you have a couple of details you could give us. <laughs> yeah, so this is our first inaugural Scottish trip is this coming fall. Uh, and, of course, we are talking about 2022 trips. So for next year, it is June 25th through to July the 7th. And sadly, it's already a wait list only. Uh, but with any luck, if you watch this space, we'll have our Eric will get a 2023 date out to you in the coming months. Can I can I also add that we, um, you know, we always do have cancellations on trips. Life happens to people yeah. and sometimes people have to cancel. So definitely get on those wait lists because you'd be surprised. Yeah. More, more people get called up, called into a trip from those than you would think. Absolutely. It is worth all has been on the wait list. Uh, so the trip, the Scotland trip starts in Inverness for two nights and in 22 we'll be at the luxurious Culloden House Hotel at site of the famous Battle of Culloden. We have tours of Balmoral, Her Majesty the Queen's home. Uh, we have some wonderful dinners and, and welcome receptions and just beautiful Scottish experiences. We'll then aboard a luxurious exclusive Lord of the Glens. It's a, a luxury expedition vessel. It's featured in the Lindland 
and National Geographic portfolios. So it really is a nice ship. I think it reminds me of a luxurious train like the Orient Express, that type of feel. So from there, we'll see the wonderful Loch Ness and uh, an array of Scottish islands before the trip heads to the capital city, Edinburgh, uh, and where you'll have a trip finale, which is a formal state dinner on Her Majesty the Queen's Royal Yacht Britannia. That was her former floating home. Mm. And guests will wear complimentary kilts and they'll listen to beautiful Scottish music and have toasts and toast to haggis and, and just have probably one of the most memorable experiences of their lives. Oh, man. Sandy and I are doing this trip with you next year. We cannot wait. Just the thought of having Scottish royalty as our trip leader. Will we have to genuflect or anything? Only if you're wearing your kilt so that I can get a good look at what's underneath. <laughs> Everybody go commando. <laughs> Did you take a peek at the, I've already asked our guests just recently this week, which kilt, send them out a form, an order form for the kilt. Uh-huh. Did you get a sneak peek at it to see what you were thinking for 22? Or- I didn't. I didn't. I haven't seen it. So Yeah, no, I think you're going to look stunning. You and Sandy will look stunning in a kilt. Well, all right. Finally, let's talk about our masted sailing ships, which I know you have done and I have not. Now, uh, you've, you've done the Royal Clipper, so um, which is the only ship we use, I believe, in the fleet So uh, of those masted sailing ships. So uh, how would you describe it? It's a full sailing experience. It's not, you're not going to get dressed up. This is not your dinner suit or wearing, I mean, none of our trips are, are that formal, but it, it really is a beautiful, relaxed experience. The food is wonderful. Uh, the ship is is wood, it's, it rolls, it goes up and down in the water. You have to hold on to the ropes as you're walking and, and the sea spray comes over you. It's just an amazing experience. And they play this fantastic classical music and give you glasses of champagne as the sails go up. It's kind of, it's rousing. It's absolutely rousing. So I would say that the ship itself is a destination. It's just phenomenal. You go on there and that experience alone, that ship, no matter where it is, and if it doesn't really go anywhere, you would have an amazing vacation just on the ship. That's that's what everybody tells me who's been on it. You know, I, I one way I think of it, and tell me if this is correct, is is sort of almost like it's uh, it's when you're on one of these massive sailing ships, you feel really connected to the water more so than you do on a big ocean cruise or even on a river cruise. Yeah, I definitely because you can crawl out on the, I think they call it the rigging at the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. So on the, rope, the ropes are there, and you just go out and you can lie. Don't take your wallet because it will fall in. You can just crawl out there and lie in sunbathe and watch the dolphins in front, you know, they're jumping mm. in and, and riding the front of the boat. Or you can, you know, climb up the mast. I have to say, it, I've never managed it yet, but this next year, I'm, or this year actually, uh, I'm definitely going to do it. I must do it because I get I encourage all our wonderful guests to do it. And I'm a bit scared of heights. So, but you can climb up the mask and see for miles and miles around you. And, and that, you know, the, it sounds a bit corny, but all the sailors are dressed as sailors. You know, they have that blue and white nautical little white trousers. And it's just so cute. And, you know, there is ropes piled up everywhere and you really have to watch so you don't trip over them and, and things. Uh, but it, it's just a perfect experience. All right. Now, uh, let's talk about uh, the different sailings that we have on this. We we have a, this fall, um, what, in mid-November, we have a, uh, a sailing in the Caribbean and Central America and through the Panama Canal, which is an amazing experience if you haven't done it. Um, but this 2022 sailing, 
uh, is a Mediterranean one. So I love me some med. So what, what ports does the ship hit? Well, the I mean, d- d- as we said, the ship's a destination. So if you're desperate for that ship, remember, we've got a very limited availability uh, for this fall in Panama Canal. So get on and have a look at that one. Uh, for our Mediterranean extravaganza, we've just got the most wonderful stops. It, you know, we start in Cannes. Cannes like the most beautiful city. It offers the opulence. And, and of course, we have it's that wonderful pre-stay hotel. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's where you expect to see those multi-million pound yachts and see those film stars up and down the streets. And, oh, yeah. I mean, we're not there at the Cannes Film Festival, but you still get that feeling that it's the Cannes Film Festival every day. Mm-hmm. And once we board the ship, we've got uh, two stops in Italy in Lerisi and Portofiario. Uh, excuse my Italian, I'm born and bred Scottish, so <laughs> it goes a bit away. <laughs> but then the ship uh, takes in the wonderful islands of Corsica and Sardinia, and they are just both jewels of the Mediterranean. They really are. Uh, I have to say, and I hate to be doom and gloom, there's only eight cabins left on this trip for 2022. So if you want to book one, you're going to have to rush and book one of those eight remaining cabins. And by the time this airs, because we sometimes air these out of order, who knows, there may not be even two or three. So, yeah, don't delay. Yeah. So apologies if there's nothing available. You know, we've always said that in lots of our podcasts. Eric and I always preach, and so do the boys, uh, our trips sell out fast. They do sell out fast. So, you know, it's that horrible saying, but if you snooze, you do lose. Wow, that's so American of you. Is that? Do the Americans say that saying? Oh, yeah. I thought I thought you were just trying to be American. No, we say that in Scotland. We say an awful lot of other things. Most of which make no sense to us, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, be nice. Snooze, you lose. <laughs> that's a Scottish Well, that probably seems like a good place to wrap up because uh, we've, we've got a whole other part of 22, 2022 destinations to talk about, um, which are the exotics, which includes, like, God, the Amazon and Machu Picchu, uh, Japan, Nepal and Bhutan, Egypt, Vietnam and Cambodia, India, you name it. And there's a whole lot to discuss there. So it's too much for this podcast. So we'll make a new one out of that. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll uh, talk to you soon. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.